All right. Once upon a time, a few basketball crazy individuals from UP Diliman decided that one day time to share their story. My name is Javi Palanya. With me are Luis Boat, Juanito Gregorio, and Migs Peralta. We are the voice of the sixth man from the fifth stand. This is Standing Room Only PH. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to our matinee episode. As you know, um, the NBA trade deadline just finished hours ago, and we're here to talk about some of the transactions that went down. Don't be afraid to chime in on the comment section to uh, ask us about opinions as well about what happened during the NBA tra trade deadline. Uh, before we get into that topic, uh, I uh, bring up what happened sa Twitter version. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Mr. Di ba tingin nyo as a medyo amateur media in the sports industry, it's kind of directly affecting us rin? Like, siguro naman we have our own opinions being uh, people who try to provide content. Uh, wala lang. For me, personally, uh, nga, baka it's not the best thing to do or it's about taking the high road or whatever. Pero in all, as he said naman, di ba? Ano yung line niya? Uh... Uh, I forgot his line. Eh. Wait lang. Una isipin. Oh, na. <laughs> na Not worth it, bro. Not, Not worth it. it. <laughs> All right. So, NBA trade deadline huddle. All right. So, um, speaking naman of our media personalities, of course, everyone was up last night. Shout out to Wad, shout out to Shams, the hard workers behind the scenes who provide us the news, the tweets, the updates. And what a night it was here in the Philippines, what an afternoon it was in the States. But lots of movement throughout the NBA. So, I guess initial thoughts. How was it for you guys last night? How was it for you guys? But sobrang worth it. Sobrang worth it. Grab yung, grab yung boxing match, eh, di ba? Left and right. Lahat may updates, eh. Trade si ganito, trade si ganyan, release si ganito, release si ganyan. Masaya, pero, you know, pag nasa Philippines ka, nakakapagod. Kasi 1.30 na, nakakatulog-tulog ka na, pero <laughs> you have to stay up. Shoutout kay Barry. Kay Barry. Hindi ako maasa, eh, sa group chat to sa Fantasy. Dami niyang update, eh. Kahit yung sino pa yung plan of the Lakers. Oo. Barry bombs, Barry bombs. Barry bombs. <laughs> Speaking of bombs, bombs were away last night. But I guess let's take the first one. The first one that came out, the first real watch bomb was definitely the Vucevic trade. Vucevic straight to Chicago. Initial thoughts, winner of the trade, Migs. I definitely would put that as the most highlight trade. The whole trade deadline. You know, the whole saga. Definitely, Nikola Vucevic is one of the most underrated all-stars in the NBA. You, you, some people argue na magaling lang siya kasi he plays for a bad team. But you know, he has everything. Eh. Inside presence, 
shooting, scoring, defense, and instant impact player yun for the Bulls. I mean, I think the Bulls really want to grow uh, Zach Levine. They don't want to trade him and rebuild. So ito, ito na yung pinakasabihin ng Chicago Bulls na we want you to stay. Here's here's the first ano, here's the first gift that we're going to give you. A strong center. You can play as a good duo. You know, we I, I'm not really so sure kung saan sigano sila ka far off sa playoff picture ng East. But it, it's possible given that, you know, they have as a, an all-star center and they gave away some role players na injury, you know, injury prone throughout the year. So, Definitely a boost for the Chicago Bulls. All right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Vucevic was the only all-star this year to actually move teams in this deadline. So uh, I'd like to ask Juanita now. Uh, when it's, what's your thoughts in terms of chemistry? Like, how good will Vucevic be? In your, uh, in your opinion, how good will he be for the Bulls? I think it's an instant fit. Uh, Vucevic was never a locker room problem. That's why I think it was that it was a perfect fit for Zach Levine, who is arguably the best shooting guard in Bulls history. No. <laughs> hey man, come on! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That is not fair. Yeah, kana mo kaya no? Kailu Walding. Ben Gordon. And then, pero Busibich is an instant talent. Ano Ben Gordon? Ayop. Ano Ben Gordon, di ba? Busibich is not is not really gonna gonna hinder Lu, uh, Zach Levine from his talents. It's not gonna hinder Kobe White. And wala nang ibang other big guys to actually step in in his role. They got Daniel Tice in 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 another trade. So Daniel Tice is the perfect complementary to Busibich. And Busibich can score. Busibich can pass. Busibich can. Can assist. So whatever role you give him, he's just gonna accept. And the mm-hmm. fact that hindi naman malalim yung Chicago, it's an instant, it's an instant fit for Chicago. No politics player, it's impossible. No politics player, exactly. All right. So that being said, you know, you already mentioned that Daniel Sais already moved to Chicago. Javi, how much better did Chicago become, and what's your outlook for them for the remainder of the season? Oh, they definitely got better. There's no doubt about that. No, although they are they are sitting in the tenth place in the Eastern Conference uh, for the last spot in the play-in tournament. They they are just two games behind the Miami Heat in the loss column. No, so bejo dikit dikit spots for the play-ins. Especially in the front line, because they didn't have that depth uh, with Wendell Carter and Patrick Williams, etc., uh, previously uh, before this trade happened. But now, Nikola Vucevic, they also have Daniel Tice, who can space the floor as well and is very physical inside, one who can get rebounds. Also, I think they're very good additions, especially to a team that uh, is coached by Billy Donovan, who's really a no nonsense coach. These two guys bring a lot of maturity. A very young Chicago Bulls team. Shout out to uh, Marty Veloso. He said Keith Bogans is the is the goat shooting guard. Medyo close, medyo close <laughs> kay Ben Gordon siguro. <laughs> shooting guard was si Kirk Heinrich. I'd like to nominate. Point guard si Kirk Heinrich. Uh, for, point guard. Point guard. Point guard. Wait, Ronnie Brewer. Ganyan, Ronnie Brewer. Medyo malapit na. Ato? <laughs> Daming naisip eh, no? Eh di kung shooting guard pala, eh di best scorer na lang tayo, Brian Scalabrini. Naglaro sa Bulls yun. 
naman pala. Different strokes from different folks, di ba? Ayan, alala ko na. Alala ko na yung line. Oh, sige. Anyways, uh, Sakto, Javi talked about the Miami Heat who also were very busy last night. So a lot of people already admire Pat Riley for the way he handles the administration. But generally, um, a lot of people on Twitter said that the Heat actually won this particular um, trade deadline. Um, Javi, do you agree? Sorry, Luis. May, may chikas eh. May chikas uh, no, eh. Ano, watch bomb to. What's our watch bomb, bro? <laughs> joke. Uh, your thoughts, Javi, on generally the Miami Heat's performance for the straight deadline? They got really better uh, without having to give up any mm-hmm. of their two wing players in Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Diba? Uh, it was said by the pundits uh, previously na they would have to give up either of the two to land a really vital piece. But uh, they gave up only Kelly Olenek and uh, a few uh, draft round picks for Victor Ladipo, who's a parent, who, who was an all-star, struggling to uh, get his rhythm back after experiencing that injury in January last uh, in 2019. But uh, he's showing flashes of his old self, and I think it's a big boost for a Miami Heat team that is looking to find their rhythm in this the finals last year. Uh, I think it will over the hump. And um, I think Jimmy Butler uh, will be a good influence to Victor Oladipo in him reviving his career and getting his rhythm back, especially on offense and defense. All right. How about you, Mix? Your thoughts on the Miami Heat? Particularly also, if you can touch on the other movement, not just Oladipo. Um, Bielitsa. Good pickup in my opinion. But what about you? What do you think? Yeah, actually, sa, ano, sa Miami Heat, I was talking to you earlier today na they did lose any any key player and they're the top contending team that that got an upgrade. So no 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 finals favorite, no championship favorite team got an upgrade from this trade deadline. Except except the Miami Heat. And I guess to add, you're specifically talking about uh, Nemanja Bialica, actually low-key favorite player to end sa fantasy. <laughs> Kasi, sa Sacra- when he was in Sacramento, see, whenever Marvin Bagley Jr. is out, Bialica will give you numbers. So you know the guy can play. You know the guy can uh, go inside, go outside, uh, shoot the open three, get your rebounds, do get your defensive stats. You know he'll do what he'll do what he can. You just give him the minutes that he's uh, he's due, he's needed, and he automatically fills yung nawala kay Kelly Olenek. Tapos upgrade mo si Avery Bradley para kay Oladipo. Okay na okay na yun para sa Miami. You know what's weird? Parang siyang ano you... eh, si Biel... Sige, go Luis. Sorry. Go ahead. That's weird kasi you're talking about that and just now I got a notification on my phone from Fantasy Yahoo. Bielich's status improved from out to game time decision. <laughs> <laughs> He's in my roster too, you know? So, just so happens if you're out here and you play Fantasy, pick him up. Habs, you were saying... No, I was I was about to say si Bielitsa para yan si Martin Pascual sa UP eh. Uh, quality <laughs> minutes lang, di ba? Yeah. One who can shoot outside, you know, give you a little bit of physicality inside. Martin exactly. Pascual. Shout out. 
Oh yeah, and, and Aksakto makes was actually made a good point that um, no championship contender team made any moves. I think, I just think, in my opinion, he was talking about the Phoenix Suns. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no moves because you got confidence in your team. I'm just gonna put it out there since we're probably not gonna talk about the Suns for the rest of the night. All right, uh, when it's uh, let's talk about it to Pat Riley. Um, I mean, time and time again, Pat Riley seems to know how to really handle the administration. Is it really an effect that a person can have? being the head of the organization or is it really just always right place right time right moves for Miami It's both eh. it's both it's it's Pat Riley has this way of thinking na advanced eh, that he he knows what the what the other teams need he knows what his team needs he knows the right time to get them you know it, it's it's so crucial that I I thought they were going to trade Goran Dragic but it turns out they actually got all the plays all the pieces they want pero hindi pa rin nila ginibab si Goran, hindi nila ginibab si Duncan Robinson, hindi nila ginibab si Tyler Hero, which makes them even better. So Pat Riley is really a genius in making all these moves. Na he got he got uh all, he got so much pieces, na winners. And eventually, I think they're still eyeing LaMarcus Aldridge and not giving up the, the main pieces that that got them into the championship last year. But you know, I just want to shout out, I think the main winner of this trade is Kevin Porter Jr. Dahil, I think it's KPJ, KPJ time season in Houston. And shout out to the biggest fan, AJ Madrigal. Pare, KPJ season, pare. KPJ season. <laughs> There's a new lefty in town. Yes, sir. The next Harden. <laughs> so, um, back to the Heat. Uh, round table lang. Uh, quick answer. How far do you think the Heat will go this season given this? Assuming... Lamarcus Aldridge actually signs with the Heat in a few, uh, during this period. Uh, quick lang, Javi, your thoughts. How far? Well, um, in terms of depth, because they're not really they, they don't really contend well uh, with the front runners in Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Philly. And, and Philly. Um, but what Miami has going for them, you know, is they made the finals last year and they have that motivation to really go, get over the top again and win it all this year. But again, uh, in terms of personnel, I don't think. Uh, they will be able to contend with the top three in the East right now because Philly, Milwaukee, and especially Brooklyn are really hot in the East right now. And don't forget, the New York Knicks are also buzzing. Julius Randle's mm-hmm. playing a heck of a season. Atlanta maybe will peak at the right time. And I don't know uh, if Boston will make do good with their additions right now. All right. How about you, Mix? Um, your forecast for the Miami Heat. If the playoffs were to play regular playoff basketball, Uh, home away games, ganyan. I'll still put them under Brooklyn. We'll see, depending sa Philadelphia, kung matibay-tibay yung mga tuhod ni Embiid tsaka ni Simmons. We'll see then some, actually Milwaukee, I'm kind of I'm, I'm iffy about them in general. So I'm looking at an Eastern Conference Finals between the, the Heat and the, the Brooklyn Nets. Kung, There you go. There kung home away right. game, kung home away game, regular playoffs, Brooklyn ako. Pero kung bubble tournament, again, bubble playoffs, I'm going for the Heat. Simply because I feel like that team is uh, strong to the core and discipline. Si James Harden, magkikrave yun ng kanyang, ano eh, ng kanyang away game special eh. Na wala ang ganun sa bubble. Tapos di ko nalang alam ko na yung disiplina ng iba pang players. <laughs> so, so, that's my prediction. Heat again sa finals, kung bubble, bubble playoffs, kung hindi bubble playoffs, there'll be runner-ups to the Brooklyn Nets. Solid. You win it? 
I would go with the underdogs and I, I would go 76ers versus Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. But I think Philadelphia What? will come I think it's their season. I think it's their season. Iba yung Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, uh, napiga niya yung pagiging star ni Joel Embiid. Eh. So I really think this is Joel Embiid's season. It's just the injuries. If Embiid stays okay, healthy, so, it's gonna be big. Okay, if so to doesn't touch- stay healthy. Hmm. So to touch on your point, uh, the fact that Doc Rivers napiga niya ngayon pagiging star ni Joel Embiid. Pero wag natin kalimutan. Tobias Harris is finally playing appropriately to Ayon, his pay grade, bro. Yes. He is finally yes, playing yes, like yes. the star that he is. And I think malaking bagay nga dun na, na naging Coach Doc Rivers. Because, playing again. Uh, playing people again with Coach People Rivers. forget, yeah, di ba? He, he handled Tobias Harris in LA in the Clippers franchise. And that's where uh, Tobias Harris had uh, some sort of resurgence in his career before he headed to Philly. And I'd actually like to agree a little bit with Juanito about the Philadelphia 76ers, given that they have the same number of wins as the Jazz now, just a few more losses, putting them second in the total league. But I guess we forgot to talk about Eric Spolster a little bit. Uh, people tend to forget how good Coach Spo really is. And to make this point, I really feel that actually that would be a big driving factor in getting another championship run or at least a finals appearance for the Miami Heat. Though... I really can't deny how well Brooklyn is playing now. But I guess the only thing that's stopping Brooklyn now is how they're already building their chemistry as is with KDA sideline. So what happens when he comes back into the picture? But then again, they do have the greatest coach of all time. So it is what it is. You know? <laughs> it really is. It Quinn is Snyder? Come on, oh, man. <laughs> Put some respect on the Canadian goat. All right, enough about the Suns and the Phoenix, uh, the Suns and Steve Nash. All right, let's go on the other side of the spectrum, the West, Denver. Denver making moves. A lot of people like us agree that Nikola Jokic should actually be the front runner for MVP. They have players like um, um, what's his name? Maraming Gary Gumalawe. Gary Harris left. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, all the Garys moved. But they, of course, kept Jamal Murray. And they have basically their core there. But now they've added Aaron Gordon and their return of JaVale McGee. So Denver <laughs> right now, did they make the right moves? Did they become a much better team? Or should they have just maintained what they were doing, moving into possibly making a finals appearance this year? Let's start with Juanita this time. Um, they they're definitely a better team. No? They 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 were able to get rid of Jamal, uh, Gary Harris' bad contract, 17 million a year, which basically does nothing but rehab. You know, you get paid 17 million to rehab your your aching body. So that's a good move. But uh, to think about, it, they're not enough. It's not enough. They needed a winner, and Aaron Gordon is not a winner. Hindi nga manalo sa dunk contest. Eh. So he's not oh. a great winner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The guy was wrong. The guy was wrong. Okay, okay. Let's let's take that. But it's not enough. The, they lost Jeremy Grant, and I think that's ano. Aaron Gordon is kind of one-sided. Aaron Gordon is not as good as a perimeter defender as Jeremy Grant. He's not as good as a shot blocker than Jeremy Grant. He may be a little bit more of a better scorer, maybe a better better a passer, but he's not a winner. And Jeremy Grant showed leadership. Aaron Gordon right now doesn't have leadership. So, medyo magiging kasama siya dun sa youth core. So, it's not a winning core yet. You know, they can be two years, three years away from from being a winner. But I don't see them being a winner right now. All right. Uh, to that point, Javi, 
do you think that Aaron Gordon's overrated? No, I don't. Th- well, he may be a little bit overrated with regards to uh, his performance in in Orlando transferring to Denver will rub off uh, very nicely on his career because he's going to be under coach Michael Malone who who has been a very good influence on uh, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic's career making them uh, making Nikola Jokic a perennial all-star and an MVP candidate Jamal Murray is a star in this league he's a great scorer and I think uh, Aaron Gordon coming to Denver will give them a lot of length uh Prior to uh, this roster that they had, yung kay Jeremy Grant na sinasabi ni Juanito na uh, Jeremy Grant uh, gave them a lot on the table. I think Aaron Gordon can do so much more with his athleticism and him being uh, younger uh, will, bode more, will bode better for Denver. And they, they added also JaVale McGee, which gives them a lot of length talaga. Hindi yung sinasabi kasi ni John Schumann sa NBA.com, di rin ako nag-agree doon na sabi niya, Uh, Denver didn't become better with the addition of Aaron Gordon because uh, they think that Aaron Gordon can only play uh, because Aaron Gordon is there. Uh, he's crowding a four rotation with you know MPJ, Paul Millsap, and Jamaica Green. But uh, I think uh, MPJ can play more of the three with Aaron Gordon here, and the four spot can be shared by Jamaica Green, uh, Aaron Gordon, and um, Paul Millsap. You know, Paul Millsap is already aging, so. You know the injection of youth with the arrival of Aaron Gordon bodes well for the Denver Nuggets. All right, fair point. Uh, now I'd like to ask Mig. So Denver obviously they had plans. They wanted to get some people. They wanted to make sure that they'd have a good playoff run. Do you think Migs, that they made the right moves, particularly in getting a player like Aaron Gordon and bringing back Javale McGee? Were these the right pieces? Well, if you look at They lost Gary Harris for these two, so definitely dun palang upgrade naman to. I don't think that you know you're going to remove a player, take in two players with with the stature of Aaron Gordon and Javale McGee. Kaya kaya. What I think I think the the beauty about this trade is exactly what Bonita said kanina, where he was talking about Jeremy Grant, because the two pivotal pieces of Denver na nawala were Jeremy Grant and Mal and Mason Plumlee. And I think, in a way, you can get a lesser version of the two through Aaron Gordon and uh, JaVale McGee. You get that inside presence, that defensive presence that Mason Plumlee was giving them before. You get that uh, athleticism, that scoring in Aaron Gordon. Bonus mga kay Aaron Gordon, he'll shoot better than Jeremy Grant, so he'll space the floor better than Jeremy Grant. Probably not as athletic, probably not as defensive, but... Denver, naman, they don't play ISO D. Eh. They play very team defensive basketball. So I feel like it's a good mix. Uh, it's a good combination com- well, added to the core, which is basically Nikola Jokic and uh, Jamal Murray. So we'll see. We'll see how, how it will work. Ako feeling ko gagana. Will it take them past the LAs or the up and coming you know, Utah and Phoenix? I don't know. Maybe not. But it's definitely an upgrade for Denver. Right. So, um, moving away from Denver, uh, particular to especially Migs and Winito, you're both Laker fans. Uh, Laker fans would know very well how important Rajon Rondo was to their championship run last year. So, the other LA team, the Clippers, managed to secure the services of Rajon Rondo in trade for Lou Williams. Before I get to Migs and Winito, Javi, 
your thoughts on this? Does this actually make sense for the Clippers? Oh yeah, definitely. Because um, Rajon Rondo, we know the kind of leadership that he can bring. And with the LA Clippers team, kitang kita naman natin na they lack talaga a vocal leader because Kawhi and Paul George, they don't have that leadership in them. And I think the addition of Rajon Rondo can get them over the hump. It's just a matter of how uh, engaged he can be, like what Reggie Miller earlier said. Nung, uh, uh, I think game against uh, the Lakers and Philly game. Sabi niya, if Rondo can be very engaged, especially during the playoffs, then this can get the Clippers over the hump. Because uh, you know they have that talent, they have that depth in their roster, but uh, they can't seem to finish games, finish this uh, crucial series to get to advance really deeper into the playoffs. But I think Rajon Rondo, he knows playoff basketball so well. He is a proven winner. He is a champion. And I think uh, he will rub off very, uh, very well for this Los Angeles Clippers team. He will be a good influence for them moving forward. Hey, great point. Uh, your thoughts, Winnie, being a point guard yourself? Um, it's, it's, it's big. It's big. Um, all this time, the, the missing piece for LA Clippers is a point guard. They've been trying. They've been trying. They tried They tried Pat Beverly, just not working. They tried Lou Williams, too much of a scorer. They tried Reggie Jackson, too much of a scorer. So uh, they don't have that point guard that's going to manage the team. Na dito ka, dito ka, dito ka. Ito yung puesto natin. Ito yung puesto natin. So wala silang ganun eh. I think for me, uh, the best point guard sign at that position was going to be Ricky Rubio because I want Ricky Rubio out of Minnesota. But, you know, uh, they got they got Rajon Rondo who is going to be a, as good as a better leader who is going to be a better defensive presence and probably a good locker room manager, you know, para lang, para lang madiretso yung utak ng mga bata, ng mga stars and that's going to that's gonna take them a longer way if, if, the, if the mindsets of these uh, players can... Uh, can be better. All right. Now let's get a little more specific when I ask Migs. LA versus LA. Best out of seven. Assuming they reach the conference finals, everyone healthy, who you got, Migs? Bro, bro. Ito lang kailangan mo niyan. Damn. Unbiased pala dapat. Unbiased. Migs, we'll definitely give you the floor. Dumating na yung balik bayan box. No, I, I'd still go Lakers, even with Rondo there. Hindi naman ganun ka big impact na addition si Rajon Rondo. Assuming all healthy, I, I know, I really... And I don't think it's enough for you know, for the Clippers to add Rondo. Baka nga negative pa nga eh, because para mag-add ka ng playmaker this late into the season, it's not gonna help you that much. Kasi syempre, the guy's gonna understand his teammates, intindin pa niya yung plays, intindin pa niya yung playstyle ng mga tao. Like at this point, you should really retool yourself with more spot-up shooters, three and D guys. You know, the, the way Milwaukee got PJ Tucker. Ganong klase niyong ginagawa mo midseason. Para ako ka ng point guard at this late into the ano, into the season, coming into the playoffs. I don't think it's gonna make much of an impact, especially you know, given uh, hindi rin naman primary point guard si Rondo for the ano, for the Clippers. So I'll still put the Lakers above it, above them. Pero it's it's always going to be a tough task for both teams to see that Laker-Laker. I Laker-Clipper battle. 
Yep, and you gotta get past Phoenix first, anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just gonna put that in every time I can, because sometimes lang talaga, bros, you gotta forgive me. So yeah, uh, we talked about a lot of player movement so far, but let's talk about the players who haven't really found their home yet, particularly Andre Drummond and Lamarcus Aldridge. So um, it already broke that Lamarcus Aldridge is already leaning or close to signing with the Heat. So let's talk about Andre Drummond a bit first. Quick around the table, where should Andre Drummond sign? If he wants to succeed, Javi. Uh, oh, uh, I really wanted him to go to the Lakers, but my good friend Josh Eichmann, shout out Josh, gave me some perspective uh, earlier this afternoon, and I think he's a really good fit with the very young New York Knicks who are emerging in the East right mm-hmm. now, <laughs> and I think a uh, very good uh, addition for the Knicks. He can be a good mentor to. Mitchell Robinson, who's still developing as a player, as a big man in this league. So Andre Drummond can be, you know, someone of a mentor to him uh, while he's uh, progressing in his career. And, you know, uh, he can give a lot of inside presence and rebounding to the New York Knicks and veteran presence as well. No, uh, He's just not really found his home. I hope he finds somewhere where he can really stay and really showcase his talents in the long term. All right. Uh, Juanita, do you agree? Knicks, for you? Migs? Ako ba? Kala ko Juanita sabi ko. I said Juanita, pero nag-lag. Migs, go ahead. Sige, so ako, honestly, as biased as it sounds, Lakers is gonna be a good, good destination for him. Alam na natin that the Lakers are eyeing him. They're really finding their ways to get the guy. And honestly, it, it'll fit eh. Kasi AD is not an inside big. He'll really stretch the floor. Montrez Harrell can also kind of stretch the floor. Or actually, baka defensive na ano lang. Sub guy si Montrez Harrell. Uh, Mark Gasol can also stretch the floor. So it's like marami siya kapair. And definitely, Andre Drummond can just scoop up rebounds and scoop up lobs from ano, from threes na sinasablay ng Lakers. Lagi na lang ginagawa. Like they, they always miss threes. I don't know why. And you know, kung hindi man, catch, catch LeBron's loves, di ba? And I feel like he's gonna be a good fit there. Buy out naman yung kanyang contract, so he doesn't really need the money. He needs to prove na, you know, he has, he's gonna be a quality player for a quality team kesa a top player for a trash team. Another possible destination, maybe Portland. Remember Portland had Whiteside, tapos tinanggal, tinanggal nila si Whiteside. Right now, they have Enes Kanter on, in front and Sinner Kitch. Maybe, maybe, maybe pwede nilang upgrade Ennis Kanter, upgrade nila si ano to get Drummond na lang. Pero, I don't think he'll go for that eh. Parang, ba't ka pa mag pa Portland kung may, kung may offer na si LA for you, di ba? So I feel like it's either LA or another big ticket uh, team. And I don't think there's another big ticket team. Ay, di, may isa pa. Alala ko lang. This boss to be on a contender. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Boston is up. Wanits, are you are you here? Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Wanits, um, your thoughts uh, <laughs> Sorry. about that. Well, I think it's three three and along, three options for him. If he wants to win, he should go to the Lakers. If he wants his career to still be that double-double guy who's still averaging around 18 and 12, 
he should go to the Hornets. If he wants the right in between, he can go either to Boston or to the Knicks. So that's 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 all that's all he has to think about. So if he wants to win, Lakers has a spot for him. If it doesn't, if he still wants to start Hornets, but you know, if you write in between that Boston and New York is actually a really good fit for him. All right, I'm glad we talked about Boston because Boston was actually one of those teams that we knew were going to make moves. Uh, they've been underperforming this season, and I even predicted early on this, when the season started in our matinee that they'd make the finals. Um, I don't want to stand by that anymore, but now they got their piece in Evan Fournier. So uh, what happened to the Boston Celtics, and were they able to you know, um, still get a win out of this particular trade deadline? Uh, makes you first. Well, the biggest loss for me is uh, Daniel Theis. So they lost their pinaka glue guy up front. Kaya ako nga biglang naisip si Andre Drummond na pwede to go to them. Because Tristan Thompson yung starting center nila. Like, but, but it's, that's, that's a spot that's easy to fill. Um, Evan Fournier adds scoring. Maybe scoring off the bench when uh, Tatum, is, Tatum is resting or when Jalen Brown is resting. An instant presence kasi they don't have that automatic shooter or automatic scorer. When their stars are resting up or when their stars are napapagod na. So we'll see how Boston will really develop. Uh, Mo Wagner is a good uh, pickup. Not the best pickup. Sakto lang. Pero pwede na. Diba? Para na pamalit. for fantasy. Hindi uh, <laughs> ko masabi eh. Di ba? Isn't Dino Thais from Germany also? Germany, Pedro, now you pronounce it, bro. Daniel Thais. Thais. Thais, Pinoy yun. Saan ba siya galing? Nakalimutan ko na eh. Di ba Germany? Tama, di ba? Si Wagner. Oh. Germany. Di si Thais. Thais, hindi ko alam. Pareho ata siya eh. Germany rin. Germany rin. Oh, Ayun. Germany swap pala yung nangyari. Alright. So, uh, how about you, Winnie? It's your thoughts on the Boston movements this trade deadline. Wait, go na. Boston moves though. <laughs> sorry, naglalag, naglalag. It's okay, bro. Naglalag, sorry. Let's go. Oh, okay, but you know, uh, the the Boston moves aren't the best. Aren't the best. If I was to grade it, I'd grade it a C plus. Sakto lang. You know, it's it, it doesn't help them big time. They get Fournier, who's gonna help them for the meantime. You know, Fournier is a great talent, guy who can average twenty easily. But it's because Marcus Smart is injured. Uh, yung point guards are inconsistently injured. Kemba Walker is, is up up and down. Jalen Brown is out a couple of times. So it's a it's a short term. I know it's if they want to make it around sixth to fifth place, um, the playoffs. This is a good move. But going deeper into the playoffs, it's not going to be the biggest help because what they need is a really big is a really good big guy who can defend that middle, who's like a Daniel Tice, fair like an upgrade, sana. No, could have been a Drummond, could have been someone else, right? But it's not going to be the biggest help coming down the line. But you know, they're currently standing at eight, down one for the ninth place, lang. So just for the for the rest of the regular season, this is going to help them. Right, uh, Javi, I want to ask you a more specific question because you've been talking about coaches a lot this episode and their impacts, even in previous episodes. So let's talk about Brad Stevens. So a lot of people know how good this coach is, but 
I guess for the past two seasons, even maybe three, he hasn't really been delivering enough to actually get them over that hurdle. Now that they've brought in Evan Fournier, how important is this season now for Brad Stevens? And is he actually going to give Boston a championship ring as of now? Does it look that way? Well, the, uh, with regards to that kind of question, I don't think he's going to give Boston a championship ring with this kind of roster. But definitely, the coach Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches in the NBA right now. So if there's a coach that can make a relatively weaker roster compared to the contenders work, it's uh, some guy like Brad Stevens. No, uh, I think uh, Evan Fournier is a good addition to Boston just because he can relieve more of the offensive load uh, on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. He can, he's an off-the-ball type of player. He doesn't really demand the ball a lot. He doesn't need the ball a lot to make an impact uh, on the basketball game. Uh, that's why he's a good addition. But yun, yeah, uh, Boston needs someone in the middle. He, they, need a vi- uh, they need a very good big man to get them over the hump. Uh, someone like a LaMarcus Aldridge would be a very good addition. But then again, don't count out Boston yet in uh, the, this season because, you know, they have Danny Ainge as their GM. Danny Ainge has, I'm sure, has still a surprise or two up his sleeve before the playoffs starts. All right. And I guess a quick shout out to everyone watching. If you do have an opinion or you don't uh, really agree with some of the things we say, we'd love for you to comment. We'd even put you in the call if you want, you know. If you have a comment or opinion, please feel free to let us know. But uh, I guess I want to talk about the Orlando Magic now. Um, they gave up so much. And the tweet that came around today was they have uh, 17 picks. Uh, 17 first round, 17 second round picks in the next second uh, in the next uh, seven years. Does this actually work? This concept of rebuilding has been thrown around a lot now. So uh, I would know. Ten years ago, <laughs> Phoenix, right? But uh, this rebuilding that you give away your players and then you get these draft picks. Does this particular move actually work? Or I can't even remember a team that get got up from a rebuild so fast. Because another tweet that came around today was that. For a team to rebuild, there has to be something that was broken down. But Orlando already sucked. So, technically, <laughs> is it even still a rebuild? So, it's all things like that, you know. So, for me, if you guys were a GM, is rebuilding actually a thing you would consider? Uh, let's start with uh, Juanito before he uh, goes away again. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to rebuild, um, a, a lot of factors. Eh. Actually, for me, rebuild is... Swertihan yan eh. It's really a, a luck game, you know? And parang, let's say OKC, it's like a sweepstakes that mas maraming entry, mas maraming, ano, you know, the guys coming in are, are guys who are not proven, who are guys who can surprise you, right? So in the in the case of the Magic, it's it's kind of, they have they have these pieces uh, who are injured and who, who they have Cole Anthony, they have Markel Fultz, they have Jonathan Isaac, who was probably one of the best talents in bubble, but three games in the ACL. They still have Mo Bamba. They still have Wendell Carter Jr. So we, the, these are all question marks who can actually bloom pa to be a superstar. So they might be bagging on that, uh, on that sana, right? On that, on that final sweepstakes na bakalang meron pang pumotok na superstar, and and uh, but you know. For for me, the magic style is not working. Uh, 
Gusto ko nga magtayo ng rehab facility sa Orlando eh. Parang yayaman ako dun eh. Dahil puro, puro injured ano, yung players dun eh. Pati security agency magtatayo na rin ako dun. Yun, pwede. Pare. Pwede na tayo mag-partner. Diba? Dami na lang guard sure, eh. Sure, sure yayaman tayo dun. But eh, for me, rebuild is, is a... Is if you don't have money like the Lakers, Golden State, or anything, rebuild is really a uh, luck game. If you're like Dallas who had luck in Luka Doncic, it's... That's 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 the way it goes. All right. Uh, in relation to that, I guess uh, we can talk about also that there are teams who are good at drafting players. You know, there are teams who suck at drafting players like the Suns, except Devin Booker. But there are teams like the Golden State Warriors who really know how to draft. So I guess teams like that can rebuild. But generally, Javi, what are your thoughts on the concept of rebuilding? Just on the concept of rebuilding, well, you know, just like what Anita said, you know, it's hit or miss, really. But if, to your point that you said earlier, Kanina, na, uh, how can you rebuild if you already suck, no? So, or what Orlando is doing, I don't think it's a rebuild, man. I mean, you, they say that you, can, that you can't build Rome uh, in, in a day, but bro, uh, they're not, I don't think they're building any kind of Rome here. Because they had the op- they had the opportunity to get uh, valuable assets in exchange for the players they lost, but they didn't do it. You know, they they really dented their rotation and their whole core just to get so, uh, subpar players in return and some draft picks. No, they have what a total of 17 draft picks over the years, and you can't really. Um, future franchise mo on solely on the draft. No, you have to eye these marquee players in the league who's gonna give you that edge and that talent um, in the long run. No, you know the the NBA, the rookie draft. You know, there's so much talent, there's so much potential, but none of them really, uh, just a few of them really blossom into uh, bona fide stars in the NBA. All right, I guess I can relate to that concept. I mean, if it is a game of luck. If you got more balls in the bowl, you have a higher chance of striking a talent, right? So that kind of makes sense. How would you mix your thoughts on the concept of letting your star players go for draft picks? Well, I think for Orlando, Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, it wasn't working. So might as well just unload, diba. So they got they got the most important ano naman, part piece of unload of unloading your star players. Youth in Wendell Carter Jr. Tapos picks. Dami nila na kung picks. Those picks can materialize into a quality pick. Like may makuha silang magaling na players sa draft. Or they can trade, retrade the picks to get a quality player. Diba? So these are assets naman. They're able to get assets from their trade. And with Orlando naman, I'm, I'm not surprised if they're a confident in rebuilding. Because Orlando in itself, it's a Relatively hot destination for for NBA players. Orlando by the beach, warm weather, added factors in it. Pagdating sa NBA, gusto nila yan eh. That's why you don't normally see players sign sa Chicago. Kasi malamig, napaka. I mean, the weather is not really formidable for you. No, players don't necessarily sign in Minnesota or Cleveland. Orlando, it's a hot ticket destination, and I feel like they can if they sell their if they sell their team right. Kumbaga, ibugaw nila yung team nila sa tamang ano sa tamang prospect gagana gagana kay Orlando tapos kung hindi yeah. nga gumana meron pa rin silang picks pwede pa rin nila paikutin yun so okay lang for Orlando um they're able to get the right team, the right assets from their trades i'd commend them actually kasi tignan mo naman sino oh, they pala- did it. 
Pwede na. Fix na mo, takta mo, ano, ito, example ko. Nakita mo Houston. Oo. Oh. James Harden binigay nila. Sino nakuha nila balik? Avery Bradley at Kelly Olinik. Yun, yun yung basura yeah. team. Oh, they have, have KPJ. Diyamak naman mas basura sila. At least at least ito, hindi na gumagana si Vucevic eh. Putarang bro, may tiwala ako sa iyo. Uh, hanap ka ng greener pasture elsewhere. Kasi wala na talaga eh. Hindi na hindi ka na mapagana eh. Uh, every eh, Aaron Gordon ganun din eh. Ano ko naman sila in return? Kaysa naman James Harden pinamigay mo no Como, Avery Bradley. Eh wala yung tapon. Ano man lang kinip na nila yun, si Caris Levert, di ba? <laughs> yun talaga ang tapon. Literal na tapon. Ay nako, wala lang. Along with Avery Bradley. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> wala. Patay patay na rin sa sarili niyang rehab center kung saan siya pumunta kasi lagi siyang injured. Eh. Yeah. Um, let's move a little bit on two particular people who a lot of people thought were going to move but eventually didn't. So that's particular to Kyle Lowry and Lonzo Ball. So particular to those two players, uh, what surprised you more? Or was it actually good for their respective organizations to just, you know, hold? It's it's two different stories. Eh? So see, Kyle Lowry is your franchise player. He's your poster boy. Since DeMar left, he's always been that guy, that glue guy. On the other end of the spectrum, you have Lonzo, who's young, up and coming, who's very threatened by the presence of his younger brother. I mean... Kung ikaw yun, your younger brother's ending the NBA and he's this good. Siyempre, you're kind of pressure to, you know, that's why it's kind of a hot pick right now. Pero generally, going back to the two of them, do you really think that if you were the head of the organization, was it a good move to keep, respectively, uh, Javi? Well, for me, um, Kyle Lowry, uh, I think it was better for him to move now because it was... It, clear that uh, Toronto is going a different path uh, moving forward. They already traded Norman Powell away and uh, you know, uh, they only have a few pieces left from that championship team that they had uh, years ago. Pascal Siakam, I think, is one of the only remnants of that core that they had on that championship roster. So I think uh, Kyle Lowry can look for greener pastures elsewhere and be a, and be a contributor on a contending team, uh, maybe somewhere they, where they need really a good point guard. Uh, I'm not sure where... Oh, wait lang. Uh, Dale Termoso just commented, Miami Dao is a good destination for Kyle Lowry. Would you agree, Juanitz? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I would. Super, super. I think I think si Kyle Lowry and the Jimmy Butler uh, uh, combo would have been deadly. Would have been deadly. Br- brings you leadership, brings you energy. Brings you defense. So, brings you a lot. Eh. So, more than just basketball yung madadala ng dalawa. So, but they still have Goran Dragic who is basically a uh, little less talented and uh, athletic Kyle Lowry but co- pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. But <laughs> <laughs> with regards to Lonzo Ball naman, um, well, he wouldn't be threatened uh, by his brother if he didn't have that same potent offensive game that his brother had, you know. Uh, you know, uh, Lamelo is just like a much more improved version of Lonzo. Don't would, I mean, would it, wouldn't you think? I mean, they're both, they're both elite passers. They have elite feel for the game, high basketball IQ. It's just that uh, Lonzo started in the league with that ugly jumper and Lamelo didn't. Your thoughts, Mix? Uh, both teams are okay. Because definitely all the other teams were just low balling. I said commodity yung point guard. And the teams were low balling on uh, Lowry and Lonzo. So sabi naman, siguro these teams, wala naman bad blood eh. 
I don't think there's really deep bad blood to Donzo in New Orleans. Tsaka Kyle Lowry loves Toronto, diba? So it's just a matter of if we trade you, upgrade. If not, then let's just continue playing with each other, diba? So let's just enjoy each other's uh, company, each other's business. So, walang problema kung hindi nila na-trade. Pero kung na-trade nila na-upgrade, okay lang. Kumbaga, parang ano ba? Seller's market. Hindi buyer's market for them. Ginawa, ginawa naman lang stock market yung players eh. Well, which is uh, essentially it is naman, diba? Diba? Yun eh. <laughs> okay, a, a little more specific on Kyle Lowry. Uh, Winito, are you are you here? Parang spirit of the glass yep. eh. Winito, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, there's news that the Lakers almost landed Kyle Lowry last night but weren't un- they weren't willing to unload Taylor Horton Tucker. Good move for the Lakers? If he Definitely. was the only reason, yeah. Unbiased, um, I, I unbiased. Would, unbiased, ano, I wanted Guy Lowry, but I wasn't also willing to give up Taylor for Ton Tucker. Um, I'm a believer in drafts, and magaling mag-draft ng Lakers eh. If we, if we saw the past 10 drafts, you can actually make a really good team with, with the draft mm-hmm. they had in the past four years. And Taylor Hart and Tucker is one of those draftees na skin out nila ng mabuti, walang ibang naka-realize. Eventually, nag 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 turn out, and he's actually pretty uh, good with the limited numbers, with the limited minutes, minutes he's having. So you know, LeBron is probably 35. Lebron 36. No, he he has another uh, five years, six years, seven years. We don't know, but ten years. Uh, Crazy. <laughs> we don't know, but you know, Lakers has has to have the second guy coming up from from the young ones and. I mean, natin, Kyle Kuzma is not that guy. Bro. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Kuzma is nothing but a good third guy. In average 40. He's not even a good third guy. Play. He's not even Schroeder, a good third Schroeder guy. Third oh, sorry, he's a uh, fourth guy, diba? I, I so, think I think that was that was validated by the fact that he missed that technical free throw against Golden State and he is never going to take a technical free throw again in this game. <laughs> airball pen. <laughs> oh, airball. Airball usually derecho sa ring. Yung sa kanya pare sa side. Pagilid, no? Pagilid. But going back to Taylor Norton Tucker, meron star potential to. He's 6'3 with a 6'11 mm. wingspan. You know, sobrang bihirang mahanap yan. That's why sobrang. So he really has star potential. And I think he, he can be the star of the future for the Lakers. Uh, to uh, let's uh, just acknowledge uh, si G and Daniel Berino. He's been uh, commenting already. Kanina pa. Uh, sabi niya, good picks by the Lakers. And uh, to validate that fact that Juanito said kanina, they're a good uh, drafting team. Brandon Ingram is an all-star. Julius Randle is an all-star. Uh, it's just that. Onzo, kind of D'Angelo, yeah. even Josh Hart. Mo Josh Wagner, Hart. Ibiza, Ju- oh, yeah, Mo, oh yeah, Mo diba? Wagner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas Bryant, who's averaging 15. Before the ACL injury. So, ganda, ganda ng scouting ng Lakers. Maganda. Pangit na ng coaching. Parang scouting <laughs> okay. <laughs> On the contrary, baka naman these players become better players kasi malaki yung galit nila sa Lakers for throwing them out of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> just, just putting it out there. Baka uh-huh. naman, di ba? Motivation, like, no? Motivation. Um, Brandon Ingram, every Sports time you play LA, ka, kayo ha, feeling nyo, para kayong Ateneo. Hindi, <laughs> joke lang. <laughs> So, itapon na lang na si, itapon lang na si Kyle Kuzma. Baka he will blossom in another team. Because it's diba? just the thing for them diba? right now. Bro, I was watching the game kanina. Sama, sama. Kyle Kuzma for Terrence Ross. Fair yun. Terrence Romeo na lang. <laughs> Terrence Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, uh, one more trade I wanted to talk about before we wrap everything up. Uh, it's one of the low-key ones actually, but similar to, it just goes with the nature of that particular team that always flies under the radar, but you know you'll never have a sure game against them. This is the Portland Trailblazers. So they managed to get Norman Powell, one of the best um, streak shooters out there now in a team that's already deadly from the three-point line. So now you have players like Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, and they gave away Gary Trencher. They gave away Rodney Hood. Okay. And now they have Norman Powell. So with all the things moving in the West, the tightness of the specific conference and uh, the playoff picture almost full, how far will Portland go now that they have Norman Powell? This, was it even a good move to begin with? Uh, let's start with Mix this time. Alam mo yan, hindi ako ganun ka sold na that's the that's what they needed to get over the hump. Kasi it's been so long na Portland's always been there na malakas, matibay, Damian Lillard, uh, CJ McCollum combo, then you have your all of your role players mixing it, you know, adding it to the mix. Is Norman Powell the key? Hindi ko alam, hindi ko masabi. Parang Uh, upgrade siya. Upgrade siya. Oo. Kumpara kay Gary Trent tsaka kay ano tsaka kay Rodney Hood. Uh, sino sa Rodney Hood? Personally, bad trip ako kasi fantasy player ko sa dalawang liga. Sa <laughs> And sigurado mababa yung stats niya sa ano sa Portland. Kasi magiging ano na rin siya bottom option eh. But yeah, it, it's a small move that will make them better but won't really get them over the LA teams might not, not not even the Utah or or Phoenix might be might bring a team close to game 6 or game 7 to first round pero i don't think it's enough to put portland over the hump Tavi, do you agree well i think uh, i'll have to disagree a bit uh, i think norman powell is a good addition to them The, we just haven't had to realize the potential of this Portland team just because they've had so many injuries, especially to Yusuf Nurkic over the years. And that's why they couldn't uh, really, we couldn't really see them as they are as a roster as a whole because we know that Yusuf Nurkic is a very skilled big man. You know, he's a good scorer inside. He can space the floor. He's a good rebounder. Uh, Ennis Kanter has been a good backup and he's been holding the fort inside. But, you know, the the... the that this addition of Norman Powell can really bode well for them in terms of Norman Powell holding the fort for when CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard are injured. And I think, you know, right now, Damian Lillard, he's just really forcing to play. I think he's really all banged up, uh, especially in the game kanina. Uh, he parang aggravated yung Bruce Nina, but he still played throughout the whole game. And I think um, this will really lessen the offensive load of Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Uh, we'll see. We haven't really saw a scene, the true potential of this Portland team yet. We hope Yusuf Nurkic can come back soon so that makita natin kung ano talaga ang laban nila against the top contenders in the West. But um, I think they're... But Biggs is right, no? Uh, they're, they're still a piece away from being the team that can beat these contenders in the West. I mean, I'm not sure if it's a big, dominant big man other than Yusuf Nurkic. I'm not sure if it's an energy guy on the wing. Maybe Derek Jones Jr. has been providing that but is not enough. So, we don't know. Alright, to that point, I'd like to add a layer to my question to Juanito. So, yeah, they got Norman Powell. But there's also been some slight talk that LaMarcus Aldridge might actually return to Portland. So, Javi mm. was talking about the key. A specific key apart from Norman Powell. So let's assume that it's LaMarcus Aldridge. Would that make Portland 
a title contender? Um, Lamarcus Aldridge isn't the answer. No. Um, it could have been any other one. Uh, Lamarcus, Lamarcus Aldridge will just add to the depth ng centers nila. And they're playing four out and one good center. So they're playing uh, either uh, Inis Canter or Yusuf Nurkic who are both playing tremendous. So adding Lamarcus Aldridge to that ano, would just confuse everything. You put in Lamarcus, babawasan mo ng minuto si Robert Covington, babawasan mo ng minuto si Carmelo Anthony. So now you get you get to be mas you get to be a little bit more uh uh stuck inside. So medyo mawawala yung system. So I don't think Lamarcus Aldridge is the main uh guy, the main answer to the to the Port, to Portland's Woos. I don't think it's Norman Powell also, but Norman Powell is a is an upgrade. I'm actually pretty sad about the trade because I've been the biggest Gary Trent fan since two seasons ago. Hindi pa siya sikat. I've been liking Gary Trent already because I saw the potential of being a 3 and D. But I think the main reason Portland is doing this because Gary Trent is entering uh, restricted free agency this coming off season. So rather than wala silang makuha, they actually offloaded uh, the contract of Rodney Hood and then they got Norman Powell on a 10 million per year deal, which is basically Rodney Hood's deal. That's going to extend up to next year. So up to 21 to 22 pa si Norman Powell on a really good budget deal who's someone averaging 17, 18 points per game. That's a really good deal para kay Norman Powell. So that's the, I think that's the main reason. I don't think Portland would have wanted to release uh, Gary Trent, but with the price, with the play Gary Trent is having, I don't think he's going to come back for, for a cheap price to any other NBA team. It's not like to go around the table quickly to synthesize everything. Which team won the NBA draft day deadline? Which team made the best move short term and long term? It can be both. It can be the same team, but who which team made the best impact immediately or which team invested best? Anyone can go first if you have something in mind. Oh, I don't know. Uh, best investment. Kumbaga, ano, uh, let's see in the future. Uh, Chicago Bulls. Oh, yeah. That that Vucevic, uh, Levine combo. Laurie Markin is still there. Kobe White is still there. That That's something to watch. That's something to watch for the next couple of years. But the big winner for this year is the Miami Heat. Kasi wala silang naalis. Walang natanggal sa mga, sa mga young guns nila. Kay Hero, kay Duncan, kay Kevin, Kendrick Nunn, and they got Victor Oladipo. A championship contender getting Victor Oladipo for scraps. Ano pa papag-usapan natin? So yun yung aking, ano, yun yung aking votes. Interesting. Javi, when it's? Sige, when Ako meron tira ba? Ako, ano, sige, I'll go ahead na lang. Yeah, for the long term, for the long term, I'll have to agree with Mike. Chicago made the right investment uh, moving forward. I hope um, they trade away Kobe White in the future and make a move to get Lonzo Ball. I think that will really be a good move for them moving forward. Uh, uh, you know, Laurie Markkanen, Sana, he realizes his potential soon. I hope that this change will influence him to be a better player with them. Um, peg to win more games, and I think for the short term, the The, the, the team that really made a good short-term investment was the Denver Nuggets. We'll see how this lengthy roster will uh, will fare for them in the playoffs, no? 
Well, for me, Miami is the biggest winner in this draft. So they didn't give up. As Mig said, wala silang give up na any star. They didn't give up anyone huge for, for mm-hmm. getting a top talent. So that's really going to be a huge thing coming into the playoffs, which is about another five to six weeks from now. So that's going to be huge. For me, I'm not going to be saying a team, but I think still the biggest winner of the draft long-term is going to be a player. It's going to be Kevin Porter Jr. Finally <laughs> unloading finally unloading Houston's uh, Victor Oladipo. KPJ will now put, uh, put in the starting minutes. And we've seen him uh, tw- average 26-6 and six at the, even more in the, P- in the G League bubble. And now he's playing better when he's getting all those minutes. So I think Houston just had another Harden after trading Harden. There's a new lefty in town. Another Harden. <laughs> so, bro, Kevin Porter Jr. Bro, it's KPJ season, bro. It's KPJ season. Now, what is credit yung taong yun sa akin? No? Hindi siya nag-play for Cleveland just because ayaw lang yun. Lala. But Blake, Blake didn't, Blake said he couldn't dunk. What a guy. Come on. For yeah, scary si KPJ, bro. Uh, for, uh, I'd like to just bring it out there. JJ Redick, Dallas. Luka Doncic, dribble drive, kick out to JJ Redick, instant impact. Just saying, it might Panalo not be the best. Fans, Panalo dun sobrang pogi Panalo ng combo na yun, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 baller move. Yeah, baller move from Dallas. Very low-key. Alright. Throw it back to Javi. But before I do, um, on behalf of SRO from Migs and Juanito, we'd like to congratulate Javi Palanya for yes. being signed to Sound Lab. Uh, we're very proud of Javi. We're honored to have him on the show. And we just like to wish him the best of luck and hope that the people who watch us here will still continue to support Javi and his upcoming content. So please give a like to the Sound Lab as well. So we wish you the best of luck, Habs. Uh, over to you. Thank you, guys. And thank you so much. Uh, with that, in, the, in that regard, no, uh, I wouldn't be in this position if not for Migs, Juanito, and Luis. No, the, they really put me in this position to win that award from Resound Lab. And yeah, I hope you guys support me in this new journey as I embark on a new podcast uh, journey with Resound Lab. So yeah, don't forget to uh, give a like and uh, follow on their IG and FB pages. Again, guys, thank you for watching this matinee episode of Standing Room Only PH. We're happy to be back and giving you a new episode. Uh, watch out again for our new episode in the coming weeks. But uh, whole week pala muna next week. No? So, pahinga rin muna kami. And I hope you guys take care. Nakakatakting surges talaga ngayon. And I really hope yes. it dies down the intensity. Stay home, you guys. Stay home. And um, to all our watchers who and viewers who tuned in in this matinee episode thank you so much for giving us your support uh if you missed this live episode of ours you can catch us and all our past episodes on spotify just key in standing room only ph on the search bar don't forget also to follow and like our social media pages just uh on facebook we are standing room uh Stand, um, facebook.com slash standing room only ph and on ig we are at sro.ph again for migs luis and juanito this has been javi palanya we are the voice of the six man from the fifth stand standing room only ph over and out